Hello and welcome to the Sports Concept Podcast. I am your host Matt, and I am here with Gab, G, Dylan, and Vivek for this special episode of the show. The greatest Sunday in all of sports has finally arrived, Super Bowl Sunday. Whether this is your first time watching football or last this season, we're here to tell you everything you need to know about Super Bowl 58. From the halftime show, fun prop bets, and who we think wins it all, this is the ultimate guide for anyone before their Super Bowl parties. Today is February 5th, 2024. This is episode 132 of the show. I think it's everybody's last time watching football this season, right, Matt? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you're not watching XFL? No, USFL. No, no, they they combined the XFL and the USFL for the UFL, the United Football League. United United Football Football League. League. Okay, thank you. uh, Thank you for that. And no, oh, dude, I'm on that WNBA right now. Hey, man, Neka Agumake to the storm. What do you think about that? Well, that boy don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I, I don't like I don't like big threes anymore, dude. And she's definitely big. And you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna join that man of a freaking dude. I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm just gonna move on here. So this <laughs> really is the last episode forever now. <laughs> she's gonna. We might have to me. cut that part. That's Either way, crazy. Bro, just yapping. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I'm my Kanye-ness. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna be on the pod for a while. Let me let it all out. 2024, bro. That's true. That's right? true. Right, Vivek. We're less than two minutes in, and we're already getting canceled by Swifties. Dang oh, it. Way to start this off. Oh, we haven't even started that yet. All no, right. No, 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 no. Well, let me... <laughs> so this is me swallowing my pie stand in front of. That. I'm sorry for that night. What are you there swallowing? You, you said what? <laughs> whoa, 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 hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Okay, this has quickly 58. gone off the rails here, so let's get back to it. This is all about the Super Bowl this week. Um, this is the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Again, like Gav said, whether this is your last time watching football or this is your first time watching football and this is the first time you've listened to our show, first of all, I want to say in advance, I'm sorry, but you've come upon us, so might as well listen the whole way through, right? So Don't fucking apologize. <laughs> we own all, <laughs> we own all yeah. this. Yeah, Dude, best thing ever happened to them. I love listening to Matt and G talk about. You're right. Never mind. Just close it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we start off with a little preview here on what exactly is the Super Bowl? Because it obviously changes every year. This is Super Bowl Fifty Eight. It's in Las Vegas uh, between the San Francisco Forty ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Forty ers are the NFC champion. They come into this game at twelve and five. They were the first seed in the NFC. And they defeated both the Packers and the Lions, both in comeback victories here. And then you have the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side of the conference. They are the AFC champions. They are 11-6. and six. They were the third seed, but they are the defending champions. They beat the Eagles last year in the Super Bowl. And they defeated the Dolphins, Bills, and Ravens. And, you know, this isn't really a matchup between two underdogs. Uh, this is the Niners' second Super Bowl in five years. And this is the Chiefs' fourth Super Bowl in five years so I'm getting the sense that no one really likes these teams I don't know I don't know what it is personally I'm a Niners fan so I can't relate to that a couple of us in here are Niners fans right yes sir yeah I am Mm -hmm. yeah well these two teams also met met up in the Super Bowl about three four years ago in Super Bowl 54 this was back in 2020 a lot was different back then for example Bill Vinovich was the official 
for that Super Bowl. Lamar was the MVP. Ravens had the best record in the NFL. It was an election year. It was a leap year. I mean, totally different this year. Totally. Yeah. Completely. Taylor Swift is upon What us. a rewrite of a script, right? Like, come on. We're using I mean, the same it could plot. be it could be different, right? Christian McCaffrey was the running back one that year in fantasy football. And uh I mean Groundhog's Day, there was an early spring. <laughs> I mean the Niners beat two NFC North teams in that uh NFC playoffs. Hmm. You know what they say, history never repeats itself. Never. Well, I hope so in this case. But I mean I've read all the stuff that, you know, everyone should know just to start. But, I mean, what's the first thing when you walk into the Super Bowl party? What is, like, the one thing that you have to know before you head into this game, other than everything I just said? In late 2009, Taylor Swift dated Taylor Lautner, an actor made famous by his role in The Twilight Saga. (laughs) What was that? That's your fun fact. You forgot the part where she dumped him and released a seminal song back to December. (laughs) That was effectively an apology. Are we? So this is me. What what did I just ask? (laughs) You said, what's the most important part about this game? And so they started telling you about Taylor Swift. You said an interesting fact. No, 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 no. I said, what's the first thing people should know before they go into this game and watch it? Yeah, so you should know the biggest star on the field is going to be in, in the stands, coming in from Tokyo. <laughs> and if you haven't watched TikTok on how she's going to make the flight, very interesting. Oh, very, so, very interesting. She literally. You should also leave. look up how many how much car emissions she's polluting the earth with oh, with Jesus. all those trips. <laughs> and then um, you should know about this guy, number fifteen on the Chiefs, by the name of Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, quarterback's the most important position in football, so it comes down to him versus Brock Purdy. Okay, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, the first thing you should know is Niner Gang Bang Bang. It's all the way around. It's okay. I'm Yoda. (laughs) That's a bar, actually. I'm stealing that one. That's crazy. (laughs) To answer your question, though, Matt, I think the first thing that people should know, besides what we implied just now about how Taylor truly is, the star of the NFL and all eyes are going to be on her, for better or for worse, um, it's just looking at the quarterback matchup, pretty much. Patrick Mahomes, if you don't know by now, is sort of the NFL golden boy in terms of how he revolutionized the quarterback play and how he's sort of taken the whole sport by storm over the past couple of years. The other story that viewers should really keep an eye on, too, is the ascent of Brock Purdy. Um, he had an improbable come up where he was the very last pick of the draft and he basically went from being a third-string QB into being a top-tier quarterback in the NFL, which is almost unheard of. It's essentially a story that comes straight from a movie, and even by those standards, it kind of feels very improbable for that rise in a sense to occur. So if there's something that people should key in on, um, it's pretty much just evaluating the quarterback play because quarterback is the most important position in football, um, and potentially all of sports, right? So that's going to be a key thing to look out for for people that are just you know getting into football and want to watch the game, how they make plays and how they move around with the ball and where to make passes to. Um, why are you making it so boring, dude? Okay, listen. <laughs> all I need to know is 
who Kyle Juszczyk's wife is. She makes jackets. <laughs> who Taylor? Who, who? That's crazy. Who we can, we can answer that for you right now. It's uh Christian Juszczyk. Yeah. There you go. Respect. Respect Christian Juszczyk. Respect not Kyle Juszczyk's wife. You. <laughs> bang bang Niner gang. I don't know, dude. This matchup is gonna be crazy. Well, let me it. break down something big here that I think is important. I think the main strength of both teams is the Kansas City defense versus the San Francisco 49ers offense here. And Vivek talked about the Brock Purdy and his rise, but also a lot of detractors of him and critics say that, you know, he's just the, you know, facilitator of a really talented offense, which includes, you know, Debo Samuel, a former All-Pro, Brandon Ayuk, a great wide receiver, All-Pro George Kittle at tight end, Christian McCaffrey, who's probably going to be the offensive player of the year at running back, future Hall of Famer Trent Williams. So this Niners offense is stacked. They're very talented. And they got Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, who is, you know, basically revolutionizing the way offenses are playing. His entire, you know, system is just spreading around the NFL. Everyone's trying to copycat it. But the Niners got the original one, the OG, as it were. And it's a really talented offense. They've been, you know, in the top five in scoring and offense, everything. Yards per game, yards per play, touchdowns, doesn't matter. They're in it. And then, meanwhile, you have the Chiefs. The defense has actually really been kind of what's been carrying them. I know Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey gets all the headlines, but this Chiefs defense has been first in sack percentage. They've allowed only the second least points per game, and they only allowed the third least touchdowns per game. And they lead the league in batted passes. So, And they haven't even allowed a 30-plus point game. So I wouldn't expect fireworks, as it were, when it comes to these two teams. Because this is where the matchup is probably going to be determined. It's the offense versus the defense. It's a strength on strength. You don't know what's going to happen. I think that's probably going to determine. I mean, obviously, that's half of the game in and of itself. So that's probably the matchup everyone's been looking at. It's a good matchup. It's going to be interesting. I think you also got to take into account of like the backstory of like the Niners. I think it's very interesting. It's starting with the quarterback position. In the same position was three years ago now. Niners Chiefs, the first time they played. Four. Uh, four years ago, yeah, four years ago. Uh, you had Jimmy G, who is not a, no longer a Niner, who no longer is a starter in the NFL, and he was the starting quarterback that day, up 10 in the fourth quarter. I know this is a little traumatic for you guys. You don't have to listen. <laughs> Close your ears or something. But up 10 in the fourth, and Tyree Kill catches a big one, and next thing you know, you're one Mahomes away from losing the game, and you do lose the game. And since then, I feel like you kind of got rid of Jimmy. Clearly wasn't the answer that day. Uh, we traded, The Niners traded up three first-round picks for Trey Lance for the number three pick. And uh, that did not work out, I would say. Uh, he ended up not playing a lick of football for the Niners. Mm-hmm. But the year after, or two years after, in the last round, last pick, Brock Purdy was drafted. So that's where they are now. And... Whether you think he's a game manager or a bus driver or whatever you think he is, he's in the Super Bowl and he's one game away from winning it now. And I think that's kind of like crazy because if you think about it, if they end up you know, saying they lose, not saying that's my prediction, but uh, if they lose, very similar situation to where they were four years ago, except all their players basically have four more years of age on them. So it's a little concerning. And uh, if they win, then you're thinking... 
wow, they could probably do this a couple more times, right? So it's a, it's a big pendulum that swings for the Niners here, whether it goes poorly or, you know, when everything could go amazingly, you know? So yeah. it's, a, it's quite concerning to be on that type of like, you know, where, where things could, one game could slay so many things from I being mean, like a start of a dynasty to the, the end of an era, you know? The Niners, the Niners have been to three straight NFC Championship games, uh, four in the last five years. We've lost every single one. I mean, not lost, per se, always in the NFC Championship game. We lost the last two. We had to make a huge comeback to win this past one. And then we lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Niners fandom is a unique kind of torture, I'd say, because it's not as, you know, oh, it's you're dreading in mediocrity for years and years and years, like maybe the Cardinals or, you know, the Browns or the Lions, some of the more bottom-tier teams in the NFL have been. But, you know, you get so close. You get so close every year, and then all of a sudden, once you begin to hope, oh, something happens, and then you just completely get crushed. And uh, your soul exits your body as you jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, <laughs> we, sorry, sorry. I was getting pro- ahead of we're myself. Not trying to pro- we're not trying to promote that. Doomsday. No, but I think you guys have it this year, right? I think like last year, if Brock <laughs> no! Purdy if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in that championship, dude, or in the NFC championship, you guys are clapping cheeks and you probably would have back-to-back Super Bowl runs, right? I think this I th- is... No, but you know, the thing is... At a certain point, we just talked about it two weeks ago with the Ravens versus the Chiefs. The Ravens were the number one seed. They were a dominant defense. And Patrick Mahomes wins. Patrick Mahomes gets on top every time. And he's been to the four Super Bowls in the last five years. This guy could be the next, you know, you know what I mean. Don't, 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 don't. Impossible. Okay, impossible. It's just, and, and Tom Brady's, in Tom Brady's case, he was the one carrying the coach. In Mahomes' case, he's definitely getting carried by that giant of a man, um, Andy Reid. And he's definitely getting carried by that giant of a commissioner, Roger Goodell. And he's about to get taken out by the giant cock Brock Purdy, dude. I I'm think just so. saying, we're, he's we're, built getting, we're getting to a level where Mahomes, it doesn't matter what the odds are, what are the circumstances, like... This is like we're get he's reaching a kind of aura where it's not just he's a great quarterback because now we've seen him like we've seen the detractors say oh he won a Super Bowl but he won an MVP but he hasn't won a Super Bowl then he won the Super Bowl and he's like do it without Tyreek Hill he did it without Tyreek Hill now you know he's been trying to drag these guys along he was dragging along Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and McCole Hardman all his wide receivers that were basically you know fucking up every single week right and somehow some way he's back in the super bowl again even with josh allen and his conference even with joe burrow and lamar you know dude it doesn't I think matter you're glazing too hard because you don't want to get jinxed i'm gonna tell you right no, now but this is brock purdy is the the perfect archetype to beat um to what beat makes Mahomes. him that what it makes him okay that? listen i'm just gonna state the facts okay the only other people to beat mahomes in the playoff Brady and Burrow, right? Mm-hmm. What do they all have in common? Okay, they have a... They, B. They're bees, okay, bees. Okay. They're white. 
Okay. <laughs> white boys with swagger, nonetheless. Okay, that's I'm, I'm just stating facts. Rock Purdy has a negative amount of swagger, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? He carried the entire... He carried you guys last week or two weeks ago. You said ago. swagger. Yes, Bro, no if it's swagger. white boys with swagger whose name starts with a B, I mean, I don't think Baker's been all that great against Mahomes, right? Well, that's... He doesn't have enough swagger. That that's no, that's corny. That's have crazy. You seen, have ha- you seen Baker dancing at practice, bro? Yeah, no one, that is super corny, bro. I'm not gonna do that. No. Bro, he put that on. He said on business. <laughs> Brock Purdy says on business, bro. How are you gonna rush more? Yeah, he sends a business with his thirty dollar Colts fit. Okay, <laughs> it's true. It's true. You, I love my quarterback, but he yes. pulls up with the high school so spring fling fit. Look, bro. I'm just saying this is the perfect archetype. He's a game manager, just like the other two. Okay, he's, let me again. White. What? With swagger. <laughs> Did you call Brady a game manager? Let's just chalk it up for what it was. He's just the greatest <laughs> game manager of all time. You're a Pats fan, right? Not just. I'm just gonna be real, right? Or, or uh, we're just gonna be real. What are you doing here, Gav? He's the, <laughs> he's the greatest, crazy. obviously. I'm I'm gonna glaze him every day of the week, but I'm just saying I I'm also a Patrick Mahomes hater. I don't think he's got it against Brock Purdy. This guy's different. Well, let's dive a little bit deeper into this matchup here. I mean, we've talked about kind of what to watch for, but now let's go a little bit more in depth in exactly how these teams are probably gonna approach this game. And, you know, this is the time of the episode where you should really listen in. You don't even have to understand it, maybe, but just regurgitate it as fact. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be proven right when it happens on your television. Because, I mean, <laughs> no. And then you'll look from casual to ba- basically an expert here. So let's just dive deeper into some of the weaknesses of both of these teams. I think the biggest thing that was emphasized both in the playoffs and in the regular season was the run defense for both of these teams. Um, You had the Chiefs who in the regular season gave up 1,900 rushing yards in a season, which, if you don't know, is bad. And they're 31st against the zone run, which is actually, you know, what the Niners run primarily, a zone run. Meanwhile, you have San Francisco, who has a run defense that is incredibly suspect in and of itself. We just saw in the NFC Championship game, they gave up, what, three rushing touchdowns, I think? Yeah. All in the first, second quarter. I think they gave up like 100 and something, 40-something yards, I think, in just the first half. I think it's 130. All right, dealing with the stats right there. Yes, 130 then to the Lions. So, I mean, I think a lot of this game is going to be predicated on who's going to be able to stop the run, right? Who's going to be able to... Like, I think for the Niners, I was... Man, I was so mad at uh, Steve Wilkes. I was... You could... These guys could attest. We have a group chat. And I was swearing up and down, you know, It's the maddest I've ever seen Matt being a while. Of course. I was legitimately mad. We were (laughs) losing by a lot. (laughs) I remember uh, watching that game. I remember the first drive when um, the Lions were going down the field i remember it only took them four plays to mm-hmm. score a touchdown the first quarter and i i kind of told myself it's going to be one of those games for us and it basically was at the end of the day it had to be the greatest comeback uh for the niners basically in the shanahan era i don't want that to happen but i just want to point out that you know i was swearing up and down for the defensive coordinator steve wilkes to be fired but you know after looking at that game tape it's not necessarily his fault. Like these guys were taking really bad angles. They were showing a lot of lack of effort, I'd say. 
um, there's this viral video right now of Chase Young on, I think, the second or third touchdown or something like that. And he just stops kind of Bro, don't pursuing. even get me started on Chase Young, dude. What a freaking waste. Yeah, I think we lost that trade. But, you know, these guys are taking really bad angles. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, unfortunately, are a part of that. Deshaun Gibson and um, Jair Brown, the safeties, they're also taking really bad angles and pursuing uh, poorly. So I just wonder, you know, who's going to be the team that step up against the run? Because I think the game plan for both of these teams is to kind of, you know, Shanahan, he always likes to run for the Niners offense. He's going to pound, you know, ground and pound with Christian McCaffrey. He's going to do those outside runs with Debo Samuel. And then the Chiefs, they're probably going to do the same thing because they don't have the playmakers on the outside like they used to, right? Tyreek Hill is gone. Um, um, You don't really have that kind of breakout wide receiver, like that star wide receiver that's really intimidating defenses. So if you see a weakness in San Francisco's defense, you just have to run with Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, but I don't think Isaiah Pacheco is really that like much of like a game winner, right? I think your guys' way of success, I don't know, it's, it's like easier said than done, but you just have to contain Travis Kelce, right? Don't give up so many, like, I know you guys are going to get kicked. Oh. Yeah, Very much easier said than cooked in zone. You guys are going to get cooked in zone, I know. Especially the way you guys were tackling last game. You guys, were, if you're gonna take, if you're gonna take time off during the, like in the middle of the play, and just let Travis Kelce cook, he's gonna cook you, dude. He that guy will mess you up. So if they can just, you know, pay more attention to Travis Kelce than you guys did against Samuel Porter, you guys will probably be in a better position to win, win it all, and dominantly. But that's predicated on whether or not you guys can actually have some like guts up there, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you guys are doing you guys gotta go up in there and give them a speech to, like a, a speech dude i don't know what it is but that's really yeah, it definitely it felt is. like a mentality thing i felt like the niners played as if they expected the packers to just, just bend over and kind of quit yeah exactly but that's and obviously that's what not what happened right they now, came dude. yeah they came out and punched him in the face but they were, they were able to respond which is a big thing you know in the second half it's, it's easy to say well we're down 20 something points and we're just going to mail it in, and we're not going to do shit, you know? It's over. We tried. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll do it again next year. But that's what championship teams are made of, right? Like, that mentality of, hey, even though we might be out, like, right now, the, the game's not over, be able to come back. And it's, it's part of the reason why I think the Niners still have a great chance of winning this is because each of the last two playoff games were not, like, typical Niner fashion way to play football in terms of being down in the fourth quarter, having to throw the ball a lot more, you run the ball, all these different type of things, and they were able to still win and in different styles. Whereas with the Chiefs, you kind of just been playing the same same old, let's score like two times, couple field goals, and let's play just amazing defense and hope the other team can't figure out how to get us. And it, it's been working. I mean, it's a great defense, not, nothing to take away from their defense, but there is a weakness I kind of see in the, how much the Chiefs can really score, right? If you look at all their losses this year, they've only had uh, they've only scored twenty in one of their losses, and that was just flat twenty against Week One against the Lions. And every other game they've played and they've lost, they've scored seventeen, nine, ten. Like the games that they lose, they just don't have offense. And in the games that they win, they're not having that much offense. So that's that's where you're gonna have to try to you know either get up early or just kind of 
you know, hang around and score at the end is going to be one of those games where the Chiefs offense is not going to be there. It's just a matter of what can you do against their defense. Interesting that you bring that up. I mean, do you, Dylan, Vivek, I mean, as Niner fans, do you have faith that the Chiefs, like the Niners defense can stop this Chiefs offense, even though they're not as powerful as they used to be? Niners defense hasn't been looking too uh, spectacular, as we've already covered. Um, I can go first. Uh, I I'm pretty confident that we can um hold the Niners defense can hold their own because I mean even though our run defense hasn't been stellar this whole season, but I feel like um what improved was our secondary because um I think I feel like this season we we give we allow more gashes up the middle rather than going for the long balls, in my opinion, and um I know and I know a lot of people aren't happy with Steve Wilkes, but I think this, this week, actually, um, him and our GM, John Lynch, um, and Kyle Shanahan t- talked to the entire defense about like, about the lack of effort in plays, especially, um, and addressing that bef- right before Super Bowl week. So, um, I think f- during the game, um, I think mainly our D line, they're going to clean it up because, um, I mean, this is what the whole team works for playing in the Super Bowl and winning it. Right. So, I believe that um, they're going to tidy it up and they're going to put the a defense, lot more effort out. The defensive line used to be like a big strength of the Niners. It does yeah, seem like so, that this time around, right? Yeah, especially like we paid so much money just to get uh, Javon Hargrave and we still have Nick Bosa and Eric and getting and Ran- traded Randy for Gre- Young. Yeah, getting Young and getting Ran- Randy Gregory. Like I think overall, like ever since we got Chase Young, it's been a little bit subpar um, because I remember – like the first half of the season when we started off with, even when we have Klein Farrell, um, we were doing pretty well. Then um, we had that dip. Then we picked Chase. We got Chase Young. Then I remember the first game when we got him against um, the Jackson, Jaguars. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they It looked pretty promising, but after that, it just seemed kind of lacked lack of days ago at times right i don't know if you guys can agree with me yeah but. um i mean the pass rush what i've heard is that steve wilkes he kind of took over for the defensive line coach the defensive line coach used to call these you know stunts and blitzes and you, if you don't know what those are a stunt is basically when you know you have a defensive lineman lined up against your offensive lineman and typically what they do is just you know one-on-one you just attack them up front a stunt is maybe oh you kind of twist to the left and try to get the other guy, maybe the center, another def- uh, offensive lineman, and then the other defensive lineman takes your spot, and you kind of just switch. Like, you're, you're trying to throw him off. You're trying to throw the change of direction off. They don't run that as much as they used to. D'Amico Ryans is really good at scheming those up, trying to hide the blitzer, trying to confuse uh, the quarterback and what they're reading. Steve Wilkes doesn't do that as often. He kind of runs the same off- defense and expects you to beat him with the talent he has and you need you need both you need both talent you need both coaching to succeed in order for you to have a dominant defense so that's what I worry about with Steve Wilkes they started calling more stunts and you know blitzes in the second half against Jared Goff and you could see it on key you know plays like that fourth down um, one of those fourth downs so I mean what I think Steve Wilkes needs to do I mean do it earlier be more aggressive earlier. I don't get why 
we're waiting a half and you know being come having to come back from behind because Patrick Mahomes is not going to let you have that opportunity to kind of come back. I think he's going to end the game as soon as he can because again, he's that guy. You know where it comes from, dude? It comes from your coach, bro. And this is another part. So like I talked about what you guys need to do on defense just like or very briefly, but on offense, I feel like if Shanahan is going to play his weak boned, I'm here just to play safe. <laughs> okay? You're going to run Cash McCaffrey of the middle. You're going to make Debo run a sweep or something like that or or whatever and then you're going to make Kittle play over the middle you're not going to win that way okay I want I you to attack Sneed with Sneed I want I Ayuk oh my god Sneed is good though no no I feel like they're over I think I have some big faith in uh, Brandon Ayuk I like the way he started the season off he was super hot with Debo out I just think that because of Debo coming back in he kind of take away his confidence I think he can he can take Snead at least for a couple plays because you need some big plays against the Chiefs this t- this time around. I feel like they 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 have that swagger about them. I need you to punch them in the face. Make sure you guys are aggressive. Again, this is Ka- Kyle Shanahan though. I don't I do, know if I you think, guys can do it. Go ahead. I feel like um we had to play similar to how we played Philly because um when we played Philly, we, all we did was make um Jalen Hurts play quarterback by containing him and and not letting him go out running into open field. And I feel like. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are kind of similar in that way where if they don't have any reads or any options downfield, they'll always find that gap or find that escape valve and try to run out in the field. So I just feel like we kind of need to take some aspects of that Philly game and kind of apply it to the Chiefs. That's a really good point, Dylan. Do you know why? Because I had a stat here and I was going to bring it up a little bit later. But, you know, for anyone listening right now, this is a very good set that you can throw in to make you seem like an expert because Patrick Mahomes has three playoff losses. In all three of those playoff losses, he had three seconds, over three seconds to pass. When he has less than three seconds to pass, he's 13-0. So he's 1-3 again when he has over three seconds to pass in the playoffs. He has less than three seconds, he's 13-0. The biggest game plan, I think, defensively was when it was against the Bengals in that championship game. The only time he hasn't reached the Super Bowl in the last five years, believe it or not. And they just let him, you know, process it. They couldn't, he didn't try to scramble. He couldn't escape, but he just had to keep staying in the pocket. And I think that's exactly what they have to do. It's a lot like the Philly game plan. You want to pressure Mahomes. You want to try to, you know do these things to try to throw him off but i mean he's just the best improviser in the league you can't let you know once you go out of control he's gonna just he's still in control so you have to just you know unfortunately he's gotten better and obviously this could not like maybe this won't work because he's become a better you know more efficient passer he's become more of a game manager also too like he throws the ball out quicker than like most other quarterbacks right now but if you give him time, you have to make him earn it. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. If we're looking at the other side of the ball, I think, you know, uh, the Chiefs defense, what they have to do against Purdy is similar. But then also one of those things where Spagola has been cooking up these defensive coverages and these disguise blitzes and, you know, a lot of advanced football stuff we're not going to really dive into. We're not going to break down film or anything like that. But if you're just kind of your average uh, football watcher, you're watching the Chiefs defense, they're never in the same look most of the time. They're always 
even if it's just a, a D lineman hole over or something like that, they're always changing their coverage. They're always bringing the blitz out and who knows where. They're changing it week to week, quarter by quarter, half by half, and that's what kind of impresses about what they're doing. On the defensive side, there's no like real oh, we're working around this guy. Even though they do have Chris Jones, it's a I feel like it's collective. Every single player does their part very, very well. And so when you're the Niners, obviously you're gonna start with Christian McCaffrey. Has to has to has to be the number one priority and he needs to be running the ball as much as possible. I think that's avoids any type of, you know, I would say error plays, picks, interceptions, or sorry, picks, fumbles, stuff like that. And, you know, control the tempo, keep Patrick off the field, always important. In all the games that he loses, he's always, you know, the other team controls the tempo of the game, especially like that Bengals game they where they came back, but then when they came back, they were controlling the time and the clock and everything like that. So, hey, I think the I think if the Niners want to win, their, uh, their offense is going to have to, you know, pick it up earlier in the games as well. I think, you know, if you looked at the last couple of games, they've gotten it going in the second half. And, you know, I'm not saying that you can't put up points in the second half, but it's just you can't be down 20. You can't be down 15, or, and you can't be playing like absolute ass cheeks in the first three quarters, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter start playing like this you know, amazing sta- standard of football because it's really too late. I think we all agree on that, and so uh, the Niners, off- Niners offense will have to get cooking early and often. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that because the Chiefs, I think, second-half defense is like elite, elite. I don't have the stats in front of me, but... I think that they've allowed less than, I would say, seven points per game in the playoffs in the second half. And the Niners have mostly scored in the second half. So, again, two strengths. Again, if I were a Niner fan, I would be a lot more happy if they'd score a little bit earlier so we don't have to test that theory. Um, I mean, we talked a lot about the Niners winning this game. I mean, the Chiefs, how are they going to win this game? I think, like, I'll, I'll start for one thing. I think the Niners' offensive line is the biggest weakness of this team. We, I told everyone about Trent Williams being the left tackle, future Hall of Famer, but the rest of the offensive line is trash. We kind of know that. Sorry, guys, but you know it's true. Um, and I think a big playmaker that could definitely disrupt uh, Purdy is Chris Jones, the defensive tackle. He's also an all, former All-Pro. He's been killing it, and he's always been killing it. Like, he destroyed Jimmy G in the last Super Bowl and he could get a lot of pressure because if he works continuously in the inside of the defense, offensive line, that's pretty much our weakness. So, you know, again, also Chiefs lead the league in pass deflections. Purdy isn't a remarkably tall quarterback, so I could see a couple of tip passes as well. And, you know, Purdy is undefeated as a starter when he doesn't throw an interception. I'm just pointing that out right now. <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else that anyone wants to add here? I think mm-hmm. I got my analysis off my chest. All right. I'm I, my my. Oh, never mind. I'll save it for later. I'll save it for later. All right. Let's just bring one little fact, each one of us here, that you know, any regular person could just recite over and over and over again. Last year we did this. It's kind of funny, um, but. You know, this is just a, um, a little bit of party council. Just name a random player or a stat or some kind of, you know, phrase that you can talk about to make yourself sound really smart in front of your friends. I think last year I said C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I think. That was my guy. 
I remember talking about C.J. Gardner-Johnson for the Super Bowl episode for like 15 minutes last year yeah. and about his name and stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, he's not in this one. So <laughs> Any cool names really. for this one? <laughs> oh, I got one. Uh, I got a cool last name. Go for it. Okay. Some of you fantasy guys who have been sticking to this podcast for a while know how much I love this guy. I'm going to talk about Rashi Rice for a second here. Who's that? He's not the son of Jerry, first of all. He is his own guy. He's the Kansas City Chiefs rookie wide receiver. And I know there's going to be a lot of popularity about Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, but he can't do it all alone. And the Niners are obviously going to make him part of the game plan. I don't know if they're going to cover him super well, but if it's not going to go to Kelsey, it's probably going to go to Rice because, again, Mahomes has been throwing it a lot shorter this year. He's not been trying to go for like these deep passes, and Rice has been his guy because he gets a lot of yak which is yards after catch. And you'll probably see him a lot. He's probably going to be the second leading receiver behind Kelsey. And I think he has a he has an ability to dis- disrupt the Niners zone coverage if they don't tackle well. He's already good in space. And I've already seen him in my fantasy leagues. And now i got to root against him. So, no. Rashi Rice, remember the name. He wears number four. Fantasy football and real life are two different things, Matt. Have no feelings for this man. You have oh, to don't move worry. past it. Don't worry. It's over. It's over. We're never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> I like that very, a lot. Very nice. Um, for me, uh, to make yourself look smart, I think just knowing the three stooges on the Kansas City Chiefs, MBS, <laughs> uh, Kadarius <laughs> Tony, and Sky Moore, <laughs> those three uh, made quite the commotion during the entire season. No, no meekle? Um, oh, I forgot about Mikul. Him too. I know because you said beginning of the season. Wasn't there beginning of the season? I'd swap, I swap MVS for Mikul. Mikul is the new one. MVS has redeemed himself lately. But you can't. I mean, MVS still he still missed a few catches throughout the season. Like when it when the when it depended on it, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Why but, are they the um, three stooges? Um, so the reason why they're kind of like the three students, stooges, sorry, is because um, I think a lot of the kind of the offense in the Kansas City Chiefs hasn't been it hasn't been good because in the beginning of the season they were misdropping a lot of uh, throws from Patrick Mahomes, and as a result from those, it might sound very basic at first, but a lot of those throws that they drop they they couldn't catch um it resulted in crucial turnovers or crucial downs right because um for example um you had when patch i forgot which team but i think when patrick mahomes threw the ball to was it i believe mvs right against i forgot which team in the philly? regular season but yeah against philly right and he he if he caught it he would have won them the game but instead um he dropped it dropped the ball through his hands uh this one is not a catch but um there's this one against uh what was the one with Kadarius Tony and against the Lions toe- week 1 where he yes. dropped it and then it was pick 6 or what was the to- that one and what was the what was the, the one he oh, was the Bills yeah the, the Bills, Bills. yeah the Bills game that was the, the infamous one cuz um that could have won them the game too because Kelsey threw threw the ball backwards to Kadarius Tony and he ran in for a touchdown but got called back because uh Kadarius Tony didn't check with the line judge where he should be positioned at and he got 
instead of getting mad at himself, he got pissed at the judge. And there was also that press conference about that famous press conference from Patrick Mahomes about how um, that game ruined Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame career. <laughs> so, which, yes, that was really funny and kind of awkward, in my opinion. But that's kind of like a little bit of why those three wide receivers are a little bit sus going into the Super Bowl, which I'm a little bit confident about. Other than Rashid Rice, I mean, Rashid Rice this whole season, I mean, he was, as Matt said, he was basically a sleeper. Um, no one knew about him. No one really wanted to pick him up. Then each week, or each week, he started improving or he started showing out. And now he's where he is today. So, um, yeah. wide receiver one. Yeah. yeah, wide receiver one. All right, who wants to go next? I kind of shared mine earlier, but I'll reiterate it again. It's just the uh, Chiefs, man. They can't win if they they can't win if you got to score against them. So the key to the victory, this one you got to drop in the first quarter, maybe even before the game starts. If you guys are having a little pregame to the Super Bowl, you just be like, guys, like you know, I don't know if the Niners want to win. It, it's going to start with their defense. And you're starting to be like, why do you think that or something? Or they might just I'll wait for you to you know further your statement, and then you'll be like. I just think that, you know, if you look at the Chiefs' losses this year, all will come in with games where they don't score 20-plus. So if the Niners can get a couple touchdowns early, and they have a great chance of winning. And, you know, Chiefs' offense is not that good. You can then bring that into, like, you know, if someone really tries to question you, you talk about Three Stooges, like Dylan said. So you got <laughs> something to back you up there. It all works out. It'll make you sound like a F and expert, you know? Like the smartest guy at your party. Um, to be honest, uh, I don't have any interesting facts about, um, just hate, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm only full of hate in my, <laughs> when it comes to, uh, to these guys, especially, yeah, uh, life, especially Patrick Mahomes because of how great he is, right? He's, he's on the cusp of my favorite player of all time. Um, Tom Brady, right? Just to read you some facts about his playoff stats, right? He's been to the postseason 14 times. And he's four and thir- fourteen and three. Did, right? Okay, wait, 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 hold up. Seventeen yeah, post games. Fourteen times. It's not no way. Seventeen, <laughs> seventeen post games. You know, for a second, I was like believing you too. I was like, hell yeah, yes. But then I thought about it fourteen times. No, what I'm, I'm that, sorry, I misspoke. Okay. Yeah. Fucking old as shit. <laughs> God damn, how long has this man been dominating? Games, po- postseason games. It feels like that though, right? He feels like he's been here forever, mm-hmm. and he's only been for like six. I forgot how many seasons. Already. He only started when we were in college. Yeah, in college, right? So he's fourteen and three. He has a sixty-eight percent pass uh, um, completion rating, which is crazy on seven um, interceptions for almost five thousand yards, right? And he's a whole f- season worth. That's yeah. a whole. Yeah, that's season. a whole season's worth of yards, which is ridiculous. So it was safe to say that he's he's he could. He could beat Tom Brady, all of his stats and everything, if he plays for long enough, unfortunately. But I'm just a hater. I, I hate Patrick Mahomes. His Again, his dad is currently in jail for a DUI. Okay. And driving. Oh, Hello, right. Vivek. Let's go to you. <laughs> what so, a fact. Hey, the bring most that one out important for sure. Mahomes fact that Gav missed is that Patrick Mahomes likes to eat steak with ketchup. And if that is a oh, reason... Yeah. That isn't a reason not to hate Mahomes besides his voice sounding like Kermit the Frog. I know there's going to be ketchup at that party, too. So whenever you see your homie squirting ketchup, you're like, hey, you're just like Mahomes. 
Jesus. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's I didn't so like ridiculous. the I didn't like the phrasing of what you said how you said that. Yeah, yeah I love seeing my homies. Hey bro, you squirt you squirt ketchup okay. just like my homes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way to party in Vegas, am I right? Oh, no. Hey, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Squirt wherever you want. Squirt whatever you want. You know, I don't get it. I asked Roger again if we, we could go to the Super Bowl, be part of the press coverage. Never got back to me. After listening to this stuff, I just wonder why he doesn't. Imagine the questions we would have been asking, though. <laughs> yeah. I think it's racism, honestly. <laughs> it has no fun to be. League. I mean, I don't see any other way. Okay, let's finally uh, predict this. I game. have one fun fact. Though, oh, okay. That's going to pretty much determine the whole game, and that's this. Market Watch reports that Taylor Swift's association with the NFL boosted the league's brand value by an estimated one hundred and twenty-two million in just two months, and there's a fifty-three percent increase on female viewership among those aged 12 to 17, a 34% rise in those over 35, and a 24% increase in the 18 to 24 demographic. Basically, Swift is a money printer for the NFL, and if there's any vested interest for Roger Goodell and his whole posse of zebras, aka NFL referees, to kind of tilt or slightly <laughs> adjust the playing field in favor. I just call them zebras, man, because they're animals out there on the field. Oh, no. I love that. I mean, I if don't there's think... there's any vested, like, incentive to change things, you know. Of course there is, There you though, go. Right? I mean, it's not like they're... Not. I mean, it seems like they're on even playing fields, or I guess I mean, not. Well, we have the shitty field, shitty practice field currently. You mean the one? Oh, in the so do you want to tell the listeners what the context of that is regarding the practice fields? Uh, for some reason, yeah, sure. Um, so since uh this year the 49ers or the uh, we're the away team, so what that means is we don't get to practice at the Super Bowl field. So instead, we practice at UNLV. But the problem is at the UNLV field, um, I believe they just put ter- some type of art really soft turf i believe and it's not the greatest shape or form or it's not maintained well enough compared to uh what the chiefs are using currently as their practice field so and uh the nfl had about two months to get this right since december if or if we're going to include december but here we are practicing in a shit field Yep, and, and Roger now, Goodell's already. And this said, is this is like, not just not an opinionated anything. thing. I want to bring this up that quickly, just that every practice squad. I just watched the video. Every practice squad has a rating of how good the field is. Uh, the one the nine or the Chiefs are playing at obviously is the stadium that the, the game is going to be played at. That's at an eighty out of a hundred. Even then, it's not the greatest. I don't know how, so but pretty bad. yeah. And, but the one that the Niners uh, is, pr- is roughly about like a fifty, and you're supposed to be at a le- at the bare minimum of seventy. So that's where the complaint comes from. So if you guys wanted to like kind of, yeah. guess contextualize it or however you guys like. And I'm I'm yeah. mad. Obviously, like this is ridiculous. At a certain point, I don't know if it's like planned obsolescence or just like intentional. It seems like it's just a really shitty you know like no one did their jobs right 
No one accounted for rain in Vegas, which I get. Sometimes, you know, it's a desert. You don't expect rain. But at the same time, why are you installing the fuel the week before, you know, the practice? You knew you were supposed to do it a month ago or two months ago. You were supposed to, like, there was just so many things wrong with this. And it seems like the NFL does not care. And there's no real accountability about it. So it's very frustrating, I think. And... I mean, hey, if I bet on the Niners before this, you know, news came out, I'm just saying. Uh, and also, and also, it's not. Um, some people I read online, they're kind of like blaming the Chiefs for not letting the Niners uh, share the field. But I, I mean, in my point of view, I, it's definitely not uh, the Chiefs' fault. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't share a state. I wouldn't share my shit either with you. No. Yeah, if I, it was the other way around. Then. It was like it's the exact same thing. It's the it's the NFL's fault. It's not the Chiefs' fault. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, I just want to put up. that out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if I was the Chiefs, I'd be like, no, you already have your own field. We have ours. Go, that's your problem with the NFL, yeah, or with the association. So right, I mean, it's collective malpractice by the NFL to offer such a lackluster practice facility for the most important game of the season, like that already inherently tilts the odds of the game by a little bit. Like what you were alluding to earlier, if I had placed betting odds, this would certainly affect the priors to that going in because. Such a small variable, seemingly, in terms of where you practice on, in terms of getting your stance or footing right, in terms of injury prevention, in terms of you know just executing your schemes correctly the way you want to from practice, those things have massive implications and it can reverberate greatly throughout the actual entirety of the game itself this coming Sunday. So it's definitely something to be frustrated about. Um, but also, I do agree that from the Chiefs' perspective, it necessarily isn't their obligation. They're supposed to maintain a competitive advantage, and it also would affect their ability to conduct practices because they're splitting time and conducting a timeshare on the Raiders' practice facility. Yeah, timeshare I mean, is crazy. You can't, Anything you involving can't with the Raiders, we should expect it something like this. Honestly, Let's yeah, be right I, here, guys. no, it's the NFL's fault. Like, I don't. No, even I mean like... it is, but then it also like you know they happen to just be playing on the Raiders field, which obviously everything goes fucking wrong when the second they step up on there, right? <laughs> it's true. I mean, again, this is just this is an injury thing too. Like, what if Debo Samuel makes a bad cut? Stop! On the stop! Field stop! Stop! And, you know, dude. No, but it's just it's just the way it is, and now the NFL is allowing this to happen. So, I mean, again, We're, it's on them if this, like, it's going to, uh, it guys, could substantially affect the game. Remember last episode, I was talking about the refs, okay? They were rigging it, the NFL, you know what the NFL does. But they did give the Niners white jerseys this year. So, maybe. Hey, hey, someone want to check the footage last four years ago? See what jersey the Niners were wearing last? Okay, let's I see. I think they were wearing white. It looked pretty was it? similar. Oh, you know what? It, they were wearing white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a different patch. Mm. Awkward. Awkward. All right. Let's Another move on to fix? predictions here. Let's move on to the predictions here. We've said all we needed to say about turf and uh, Mahomes and whatever. Let's predict this game here, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. I got, um, I got the refs. I mean... <laughs> all right. Niners 31, Chiefs 20. Ooh. Mm, okay. Isn't that the, the score we lost to? Come on. Come on. Come on. Over there thinking you got the script and shit. Come on. 
I do, dude. Uh, it's right here sitting in my lap, okay? Chiefs will go up by 20. Niners score 31 straight. What? <laughs> <laughs> crazy script. Crazy script, dude. I don't know. This is... I That's mean, this insane. is almost this is almost like three twenty eight. I don't know. Well, it's the final scene under Scrub Taylor crying from the box. Mm. Mm. Only in my dreams. That's crazy that you said you had the script because, like, literally, I'm looking at my laptop and it says NFL script, and I'm reading it and looking at it, and this is what it says here. What's it? Do you want me to read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. So it says <laughs> it says that the the Chiefs lead at halftime and at the score of uh, ten to seven and the Niners aren't feeling too good about their chances, but all of a sudden, the second half failures in the Chiefs' offense allows the Niners to come back and win the game 20-17. to 17. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. I don't think my heart can take it. Okay. This, Especially script if is pretty Jake good. Moody has to kick a field goal. But yes. So your, did your, does your script come with the notes where it says pan to Taylor Swift? And I have it highlighted here. It's about like 30... Pants. I don't know How about you. I, I had about I had about if you're acting for the exact number, uh, we didn't calculate, but we did have 25 plus. Okay, we wanted okay, to break okay. the record for, <laughs> for pants tailors this week. Okay, we'll I'll, we'll try to add it in there. I don't know. We'll see what All we right. can do. Right, we'll fix it in post. Don't worry. Okay, <laughs> Viv. How about let's, you? Let's save Matt's for last. I know All he's right. dying. So here's what's gonna happen, right? So. I I have the final copy of the script if you all didn't know. Oh, but okay. what it says is this. Um Act one, scene one. <laughs> SpongeBob comes out, performs sweet victory. That gets the whole Niner squad fired up. Taylor Swift considers retiring from music because SpongeBob in one fell swoop completely outdid her entire musical career up to that point. Niners come roaring out of the gates. They take a strong lead. 15 to 12 at halftime. Chiefs, you know, they do their thing. What? Home scores a bit of a, t- a few touchdowns and whatnot. But here's the part where it gets a little bit tricky. Usher comes out at halftime, right? And at this point, Usher got the whole audience seduced because it's Usher. Now, what happens is that Taylor Swift goes crazy. Brittany Mahomes goes even crazier. And Travis and Patrick noticed that and they're like, bruh, we gotta step it up. And so they do. The third quarter, they go balls to the wall, you know. Two touchdowns in that quarter. Alright, so what's the score at this point? 15 to what? 28. 28, right? Let's go with 28. Sure. Alright, so we're now playing off the back foot, the Niners. It's the fourth quarter. And that's the point where BCB comes out to play. And boy, <laughs> oh. let me tell you, he puts a fourth quarter for the ages. The tears start falling all over the field. Taylor starts crying. Brittany starts crying. Patrick Mahomes Senior starts crying. And all you see is Kelsey throw his ring away that he was going to use to propose. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and you know That's what? A... The Chiefs collapse is so bad that they don't even score in the fourth. Ooh. Just unanswered. And they did be doing this thing. In the four actually in the second half last game. You love to see it. They don't. Ayuk, amazing sixty yard touchdown grab. <gasps> Panda Taylor. Debo, jet sweep, go for forty. <laughs> Jordan Jawan. Jawan Jennings does his thing. You know, he makes an incredible grab to save the game. 
and use check and Kittle make a couple key blocks and wave high to the camera. Pan to the very end, Taylor cries on the field. Okay. Travis retires in BCB. That's oh, pretty beautiful. At the very top end, only his name remains and is etched in history. Pan to Taylor? And we pan to Taylor. Okay, just gotta make sure to say that, dude. We're trying to make as much money as possible. All right, so that's the script. How is it sounding? I like I it. I'd watch it. it. Sounds pretty good. I'd watch it. Uh, we need a score, though. We need a score. Uh, can someone <laughs> run the math? We don't know what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, say twenty nine, twenty eight, or something. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay, I like At it. At minimum. At minimum. Very nice. But you still have the Niners coming out on top, right? Just to etch it out there. I do. No, no, Taylor cried and Travis retired just because the Chiefs won somehow. Mm. Travis becomes a full-time podcaster and mid-SNL host. Wow. <laughs> Tragic. Fun fact, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13. Wow, Panda that is Taylor. fun. Panda Wait, Taylor. <laughs> I think someone notable on the Niners has a jersey number 13, right? Ooh. Yes, uh, the game manager himself, Brock Purdy, the dink, Brock our Purdy. dink and dunk quarterback. The dink and dunk quarterback. All right, Dylan, let's hear it. All right, so um, I don't have the script. That was awesome from Vivek because uh, I think my script got lost in the mail. So um, I'm going to keep mine short. I'm going to say Niners, 30 to 24. I really believe this is our time. This is Brock Purdy's time to stand Stand up to all his haters and be like, I'm next up. He wants to stand so, on business. Ooh, business. Exactly. All 10 toes. <laughs> so, um, I really believe that we're going to take it this year. I'm not going to lie. There's one prediction left here, right? Just to give it a recap. There's one prediction left. <laughs> all four of us have picked the Niners. And then there's, <laughs> there's one Niner fan left to go. So, uh, yeah, I, take it away. I envy take your optimism, home. Dylan. I used to be like you once, you know. Matt, we have to go down with the ship, man. You have to. We have to go all in. You know, I I said last year we had an we have this thing called the Niners Losers Recap episode every year. It's not actually <laughs> officially named that, but it feels like That's it what we because call it, it happens every That's year when it gets when it's a the Niners event. eliminated. Yeah, it happens every year, same time, right after the NFC Championship game. <laughs> You'll notice we didn't have it this year because we didn't lose. But, oh, boy, I was already prepping the agenda at the first half. Um, man, I didn't get I – I get the script. I always get the script, but I throw it away. Why? Because I want to be entertained. I want to be surprised. I want to see the story. And last year I said, you know, I could never really just believe fully in this team ever again after what I just saw because I could take losing – it's not great, but losing like that last year when Brock Purdy got hurt and we don't even have a chance, that's a different type of pain that, you know, someone up above intentionally designed. and Just for you, Matt. Yeah. You. It was a conspiracy. And you can't get me again. You can't get me again. You can't make me hope like that. It's hard to ever, you know, if this was even a neutral matchup, and I didn't have a vested interest, I would say that taking Patrick Mahomes, uh, going against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl with this type of defense, 
with that type of quarterback, with that type of coaching, I don't think you could do it. They've been to four out of the last five Super Bowls. They've won two of them. Mahomes is the next GOAT, probably. But man, there's just... Kind of Taylor. (laughs) Part of being a fan is always hoping, even when you... There's even really when Kenny just Pickett, nothing. Your starting quarterback. Yeah, even when everything's going wrong, your franchise is in the gutter. You're always gonna hope because that's what being a fan is. It's not being irrational. It's not being rational. It's not being smart, and it's not just analyzing everything. I'm taking the Niners to win, twenty-seven twenty-four, oh. and I don't care if it's wrong, and it probably is. That's what I'm rooting for, and you can't stop me. I like bang, bang, not a gang. That's what I like to hear, man. Let's fucking Let's go. go. Say it with your chest, okay? Say it with your chest. We're here. We're going to win this game. Come on, Brock. I know you have it in you. Give us all the Toyotas, Brock. All right. And now with that being said, let's move on to the most important part of our episode, the prop bets. Oh, God, Wait, this We never did Super Bowl MVPs. Oh, that'll be part of it. Don't worry. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, I guess technically so. that is a prop bet nowadays. So Taylor Swift MVP. <laughs> I guess, I guess, you know, if you don't care about football, you don't care about the snacks and the parties and whatnot, there's always prop betting to consider. And, you know, we're going to help money. you. We're going to help you win. Get some money out there, right? Because that's what we're all about. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's what we've become. <laughs> that's how at least Matt and G become. I'm still holding strong. What do you mean, Matt and G, dude? You're a fucking making predictions today, too. Yeah, but I'm not. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah. You're, you're not right. gambling advice. True. True. Okay. So it's worse than losing your own money. You're going to make some little kid who just got Christmas money and made an illegal <laughs> surprise picks account. And now he's finally listening, making his first play, and he's going to listen to you give him picks, and it's going to be wrong. Listen, listen. If you're listening to this podcast as a 12 to like 15 year old, we appreciate you. Open yes, up that, I will be open up that prize picks account on your dad's social. No, yes. no, 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 no. Did you not endorse that? <laughs> no. Whoever gave you socks, whoever gave you socks for Christmas, find their social out and then you can you can put it on Oh my there. gosh. No, Let's here's just... what you do. Find your parents' emergency fund on your brokerage account. Withdraw all of the money. Just bet it. Like number one way on, to on, on everything Gav tells you to too nonetheless and also on for, uh, Fortnite V-Bucks because I remember yeah. that was a big thing <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you can't save the money from FIFA don't use it on FIFA save it for the oh bets. yeah big shout out to uh, one of our podcasters <laughs> usually using his college money to put, spend that on FIFA points wow you're calling him out okay well this is the Vegas Super Bowl, after all. You can't not gamble on this, I guess. <laughs> Unless you're under 21. Just saying. Which we don't condone. We do not condone gambling under 21 years old. Please bet responsibly. Uh, Gav, say the uh, gambling hotline for us when you have the chance. The gambling but. hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know it off the top of my head. 800-662-4357. Let me just check my safe contacts first. <laughs> Can I ask let me check. Guys, let me check my recent call log. <laughs> I did send it. How to often them. do you guys use that hotline? Uh, I use number one on speed dial right now. I use over, what, what do you mean? Like an over under? Are we betting the over under on how many times I use it? 
I haven't used it, but like I probably should. <laughs> I don't have enough money to pay rent this month, but you guys think I'll be all right? <laughs> let's let's go. Okay, on but to what's the, the over under on if they pick up or not? Oh my gosh, mm. that's a real question. How many? That's seconds? a real question. I I, I read s- somewhere that there's an estimated seventy nine million people that are projected to gamble on this game. Mm. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy, but not all of them are gonna be following our props, right? Yeah, I mean, how else is the S and P five hundred doing so well right now? I mean, the economy is getting simulated somewhere or the other. <laughs> well, that's that's some deep market analysis. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> interesting. I mean, Vivex already brought the econ from Taylor in, so all right, a real finance guy. All right, let's talk these bets here. Patrick Mahomes over two hundred sixty point five passing yards. Under, I'm picking the under. The past two games. He's had like, I think on average like two oh five, two two fifteen. One was against and Baltimore. Weirdly enough, the, the the round Patrick Mahomes plays the worst in is usually the Super Bowl. Hmm. True. I'm going over. I think Steve Wilkes I'm is going to allow under. a lot of uh, zone. He's going to give that soft zone up. He's going to let Patrick want to throw because uh, honestly, I'd let. No, I'm not going to say it, but I would. I don't want that run game to be uh, used too much. So I think the Niners have to sell out against the run. Patrick Mahomes will get his passing yards, but hopefully it'll take a while. So over. I'm taking the over too. Just based on precedence, it's Patrick Mahomes. I'll be a fool to question his ability. And I don't want to be on the receiving end. Not wrong. All right. Christian McCaffrey, over under 89.5 rushing yards. Over. Mm. Over. over. I'm gonna go over just to just for solidarity. Easy over. Easy over. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, man. It's Christian McCaffrey. Chiefs, I told you, gave up 31st against the type of run scheme that the Niners run, right? And I think they're missing their edge rusher, Charles Aminihue. That's another guy off their defensive line. Yeah, he tore his ACL, I think. Yeah. Chiefs. That's were... our guy. That was our, that was our guy. That was our <laughs> guy. Former Niner. That was Charles our guy. Manahu. Um, oh, actually, he was a Niner last year? Yeah. He forced mm-hmm. a strip sack on Gino, I remember, in the playoffs. Oh, that was him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go over. All over. All right. Super Bowl MVP. Is it... Uh, um? Do we have to do one for the Niners, one for the Chiefs? No, it's, no. The, it's the one you think because you obviously predicted, you know, you made a prediction. Why would you predict okay. the Chiefs Super okay. Bowl MVP? Brock huh? Purdy. Brock yes. Purdy. That's going to be the real MVP. It's going to be the real MVP of the team. Chris McCaffrey. Super Bowl MVP. Chris I'm McCaffrey. Picking, I'm picking MV Purdy. I don't okay. know why you brought, thought you were about to say MVS. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you, yes. you, the Niners would be giving him because he's going to have a massive drop. That's in the script right here. Mm. I'm going. What page? what page of the script? One page? I don't know. Hey, let me get through the uh, Panda Taylor. Hold on. There's a bubble. Uh, three. Three. Wow. First, section four. first quarter? <laughs> yeah. No, no. The script's pretty slow. Uh, I'm uh, going to go a different answer. Mm-hmm. Based on what I've seen in the script, Ike's heroics are going to get him the MVP. Ooh. I like that. Interesting. What did you say? Sorry. Ayuk. Oh, okay. I think he cooks need. And... He's been slept on the whole year. He had a torrid start, you know, like you said, Gav. You know, things yes. kind of cooled down once Steve came back in the fold and 
you know, became his all-pro self again post-injury. But he's going to have a big game. Everyone's going to keen on the usual guys, CMC, Kittle, obviously Debo. So I think Ayuk gets an opportunity to really cook and do some damage. And he's been our big-time hero for the past couple games too. Um, so I'm going to ride with that momentum and say that I think he's poised for a huge, huge game. I do too. But that's what the script says, so, you know. We can't I mean, that's in the it. script, so, yeah. like, I'm not going to even make it a prediction, right? <laughs> he literally makes the game-winning catch Dude. 60 yards, too. 60 You did No say more, that. no less. <laughs> you did say that. Wow. I'm going Christian McCaffrey. I think the way the Niners have to win this, the Chiefs are going to try to force Purdy to be the hero of the game. And against that secondary, I hope that's not the case, but just run the ball with Christian McCaffrey. That's all I ask run the ball don't in the fourth quarter run the ball when you're up by 10 run the ball run the ball run the ball run the ball christian mccaffrey mvp okay okay i can see it too national anthem 90.5 seconds which is about a minute and a half reba mcintyre beloved country Shout artist out. is the yo someone got fergie singer. i don't want no, this reba no, no not again not again no 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 all right over under over this, this is it's always over. over. Well, I, think I think it's always country over. Singers, with country singers, it's going, always over, dude. Everyone like, dude, no one loves America it. more than country singers. If it's country. not a and hundred, they love, yeah, they love. The line should English. honestly be hundred and eighty seconds, and I'm I mean, taking the over every time. <laughs> they had Chris Staple to sing, and I forget how much over he was. But he was, was he was over. He was definitely yeah. over. I think we were debating it too because we we're like Chris Stapleton. I don't think any of us heard him before either. I think we took like, it too seriously last year because we were trying to get into analytics of how he's saying and all this other <laughs> stuff. This year, I just feel like it's just it's just always over. I think you I know think... what the real bet is. Mm-hmm. I bet they're gonna add a second verse to the national anthem for this no. iteration. So uh, they're gonna bring a rap. They're gonna bring a rap portion in the national anthem. I'm I'm gonna we're we're gonna place another bet right here. Just just off the cuff, okay? So they always pan to someone crying. Uh, yeah. During the uh, the national anthem, <laughs> like Nick my Sirianni. bet, yeah, <laughs> my bet this year is that they pen to Kyle use Chick crying. No, hundred percent, Chris Jones. He cries every fucking anthem. Dude, are you? you think are you forgetting about Nick Bosa? Why would? Dude, come on now. Nah, because you check is more likable, you know. Sadly, Nick Bosa cries after the game most of the time. Most of the time, I know he cried last week or two weeks ago because he had to hurt uh, Jared Goff. You know, <laughs> uh. Alright. Well, let's see if that's correct. Coin toss. Heads or tails? Tails. Always. Tails never fails. Tails never fails. Heads. Oh, I like that. Ooh. Tails never fails. Tails. So everyone but Dylan is going tails. That's this is not a good look, dude. Dylan's usually right. He's <laughs> not. Uh dude All in right. fantasy football. Yeah. You are literally the champion right now. Oh yeah, my bad. My and bad. I was second place. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to be honest. Wait, Gab, you're the champion. Big ups. Who let? Oh my god. Uh, what have you guys done? Gotta go back. back no, 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 no. Please, please, please. Gatorade color. Oh, this is the one I always want to get. Last year, I think it was. Was it clear? Odds, the odds-on favorite is purple at plus two seventy-five. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm picking red. Red. Oh, because of Taylor? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Hold on, hold on. Everyone make their guess. I'm going to look up something real quick. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. 
Say fucking green or something, some shit. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna go blue. Fuck it, I don't know. No, I'll no, go, no, no. I'll go red. I'll go red. No, no, no. Taylor, Taylor says favorite color is lavender haze. So, so purple. That, is that why people haze. are betting purple? <laughs> that might actually be it because her latest album re-release used. Actually, no, that's before 1989. No, Midnight's Midnight's was the. Midnight's of Lavender, Lavender Haze. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was one of the what songs. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Taylor Swift. It's because of like bro, how you know your Taylor who just bro, won the Grammy. You, tr- you, you trying to get beat up by the Tay Tay fans, bro? I'll slap the shit out of a Tay Tay fan, Uh-oh. bro. I swear well, against my own I will. G. <laughs> I know more about Taylor Swift than my extended family at this point, and not because it's my choice, dude. Honestly, Does your extended I have family no know idea. a lot of Taylor Swift. Pretty sure everyone does at this point. <laughs> who doesn't know about Taylor Swift, right? Who who didn't guess? You don't know it. You typically get dragged for not knowing. Did everyone guess? Viv, what did you guess? Oh, I I have to guess. That's right. Black. Um, I was gonna say black actually. <laughs> because What's I think the, the black F- color? <laughs> What's the black flavor? Well, they replaced the, the Gatorade with something else that's uh, you know. Yeah, I heard that they were releasing Patrick Mahomes' dad and allowing him to be Waterboy as a what are you... community service. <laughs> what are you to do? <laughs> that boy, Patrick Mahomes' that, dad's going to change that service. shit to fucking Modelo's, bro. <laughs> He's going to get some Jolly Rancher, some Sprite, bro. Be careful. <laughs> What's the color of kid? <laughs> <laughs> what are these guys on, man? I'm going to say orange. <laughs> Actually, right. no, I'm gonna say yellow, uh, yellow, because okay. yellow is the best flavor. That's as everyone knows. That's an L opinion, bro. No yellow? way. That's actually that's a great take. That's a great take. Green is Dude, the what? Green is light the best blue one. is the best flavor, bro. No what? green, bro. Is... Any no, yellow flavored basic. liquid? Glacier, like... basic. No, it's fucking delicious. Mm-mm. I can. D- I very. I like green, Matt. But it... dude, sometimes it's just not hitting. Was that like kiwi or? Watermelon? It's not kiwi. It? It's uh fucking lime. I think lime something. Yeah. What is. is yellow? Lemon? That's a that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. I didn't know yellow Gatorade was a thing. Well, what do you mean? That used to be the original it's, pack. Yellow. Th- yeah, that's the OG been. flavor. Orange, yellow red. I yellow and like, orange. I thought it was green. Yellow, orange, red. You never got that shit from Costco. Was it the green one? I, maybe I'm thinking the yellow one was the, the no, green, green one was, was the like yellow one. Later on. Yeah, green was like recently, like 2016. Yeah. Feel like. Bro doesn't even know his Gatorade history. <laughs> come on, bro. Where'd it come <laughs> from? Sorry, bro? I missed out. <laughs> All right. Last but not least. Oh, not last but not least, but let's go to the halftime show over under eight and a half songs. Can anyone name eight and a half Usher songs? Oh, yeah, I can. Yes. Confessions. Confessions. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Um, DJ Got Us Falling in Love. Um, OMG. OMG, yeah, yeah, that's uh, a great my, one. My boo, my boo. You got a pad. No yeah, limit. Daddy's home. Oh, daddy's home. That's a good one. I don't Come mind. On, bro. That's like eight and a half right there. I don't know which one is he. He's definitely not coming to the Super Bowl playing Daddy's Home. I hope, Brad. But no, he. he I feel like he would. He 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 would play that shit. I don't know. Who. He don't give a fuck. You guys are much bigger Usher fans than I am. Uh, he might play that uh song featuring or, sorry, the other way around. The song with uh, Jungkook from BTS. They did a song together? 
Yeah, they did. No, he needs to bring out Justin Bieber, bro. <laughs> no, that's so true. If he doesn't, no, he too bu- Justin Bieber too busy playing in an NHL game, man. Yeah, you know? he could go from <laughs> NHL to pro, the, the Super Bowl. If Usher doesn't call down Taylor Swift to sing to Cameo, I, I think it's cooked. If he does, then I think it's cooked. <laughs> Either way, it's cooked. <laughs> so we're all saying over? I don't remember how the results were last year. I don't. I mean, usually a halftime show always has a set list over eight and a half songs, yeah. right? Is that the actual line? That is the actual line. That's oh, crazy. Over. Even odds. They always, it's like 15 minutes. Wait, how long is your performance? Like 15 minutes? No, I think longer. Not I think it's sure. longer than that. Not the whole right. halftime is like usually 15 minutes, but then it's like 30 minutes for the Super Bowl. Okay. Then definitely over. 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 There's too many too many extra bangers. I don't. I only know yeah. <laughs> Dude, stop, bro. What do you mean? I I, I Wait, probably have heard, never heard. I probably have heard of the songs that you've Burn? been referring to, but I don't know what the titles are. So it's just like, DJ's got us falling in love. Yeah, have heard that's that's like, what do you think the song is about? That's middle school, my man. Bro, first you don't drink yellow Gatorade. Now this. Did you even have a happy childhood, man? Holy. I did. I was a nice. That's fan. crazy. <laughs> oh my god alright alright get him on wait, wait, first, me next, right? first song yeah I said yeah oh, <laughs> oh my that's, god. that's OMG. the biggest it's gonna, be, it's gonna be it's gonna be OMG yeah. I think it's yeah, OMG too no, that's a good oh choice oh my god yeah, and then he starts walking out and then the, all the little smokers start going off and then he's gonna be like actually wait I think it's gonna be more by Usher if you know that song you know like that song's a banger no, What's I'm, that other one that he has with Pitbull? I had that in strong con- contention. Uh, fuck, bro. Let me see. Oh, no, I bet it's New Flame. New Flame. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Even though that he was this... uh, He's probably going to bring in a feature. Yeah, like I just Chris don't Brown. know who. I, uh, it would be kind of cool if he brought in Pitbull. Chris Brown. Give me everything. That'd be fire. I don't know if it would be that first song, but that'd be a great song to play. Give me everything? No, I, Isn't yeah. that... Oh, Neo and Usher are both on it. Oh, Usher's oh, in it too? I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah, oh, that's I crazy. But I agree with G. O- OMG. It has to be hands down. That's the easiest, obvious choice. Is that or yeah? Like, it's a really 50-50 for me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Gav, what do you think? Uh, Let's say DJ got his final love. I feel like that's a really slow... Which one? Who? What did Rihanna did first? Like, uh, bitch better, have, bitch my better have my money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, what, what did we say? I was like umbrella. That's yeah, too were... iconic, though. That's the thing. You no, gotta say those songs cool. later on. I don't think she even performed even umbrella, yeah. did she? That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. remember what exactly what we put. Then but... again, Rihanna has like more hits than I have fingers and toes. So See, that's, like that, I I know Rihanna. I was I was able to guess for Rihanna. I have. Oh, he said I know Rihanna. <laughs> I wish I, I did, bro. Too, but I mean, she didn't want to put me on, bro. ASAP who? G, last time you said stay was the first song. And Gav said we found love. I also said stay. And we were all wrong. So tragic. I feel like we're I'm, I'm very confident guess. in my guess this time, though. I'm much, much more confident. Because last time it was like, you know, Rihanna hadn't been around. I don't know her vibe was anymore. You know. Have you been around she, Usher? Like, I don't know. Plus, like <laughs> Usher is more like Poppy. So I feel like it would start off Poppy. Like, upbeat. A, a you know? It's gonna start off up. Yeah, for it's sure. gonna start up. Yeah, it's gonna start off like, oh my god, and then he has all the auto tune and shit. Yeah, I did again. I, I agree. Exactly, Gavin. Exactly, you got it. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. It's a tough one. Anyway, I'm going to be happy about it. Over, under, Taylor Swift shots. Over. 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 You ain't got to tell me the line. Even what do you mean by shots? Over. Like hands <laughs> to her hands. on the camera? Yes. Wait, is, you saying the line is three and a half? No, this is something I made up because there's no actual line for it. Mm. Okay, then if we had to put a number on it, I'd say about like seven shots. Yeah, let's let's let's. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to sit there seven. and count, bro. Maybe maybe we should all just text every time we see Taylor, and okay. then we'll count in total total amount of Taylor counts. But I, I would say like, if the Chiefs win, bro, Jesus Christ, I may have to go like no, fifteen. No, no, no. I'm saying the game, the game. Once okay. the game oh, is the, over, the, the game. post if game doesn't count. On the sideline, yeah, that doesn't count. I'm t- uh, no, I'll I go. I go, go seven. I go seven. I go like seven, eight, even. Yeah. Because here's Around the thing, it. right? Like the this is gonna be probably the most watched Super Bowl in history, 100%. especially given the demographic increases. Me. I say eight. You're trying so, to beat the odds here. I'm four. Four. What? Four. No way, dude. Every time Travis Kelsey's get, touches the ball, they're gonna pan it to. Taylor. For exactly. every time Travis exactly. gets a first down, which will exactly. be a decent amount of times this game. Don't get me wrong. If you guys I don't read the script properly, I think you guys probably will. Exactly. I mean, regardless, if Taylor Swift is at the fucking football game, they're gonna show her. All right. Fine. It's just a fact. Like, Four. I'm pretty sure every time I show Taylor, <laughs> like the NFL gets like 500k off rip just for that one shot alone. So yeah. let's go. Let's go. If the line was at maybe like six and a half, you guys take an over or under. Oh, it's still over. over. Easy. It's still over. The over. Yeah. I'll take the over every day and two times on Sunday. But you gotta hate to be those Super Bowl. halves, man. You gotta hate the halves. Okay, G. Right. What did you say? Oh, I said I said, seven. said seven. Gab, what was yours? Mine was seven. Yours was seven. Oh, G and Gab on the same same thing could never go wrong. I, yeah, yeah, you can never. I'm taking this one. All right. Last but not least, of course, will Taylor Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? This is a real bet. I found. Wait, seriously? Yes. Yeah, but it's like it's like if they win, though, right? Well, I bet it's contingent on that. The result right now is yes is plus one thousand, no is minus three thousand. So obviously, like the odds, if you're interpreting it, says it means most people say no. I s- I'll be honest. I'm being. Re- I'm gonna say no. I mean, they just met like how many months ago? Like in June, May. Yeah. But imagine hey, the I'm money. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, if you guys got a bookie, bro, call your bookie up. Tell them you want to play a two-leg parlay. All right. So you're gonna play is <laughs> you're gonna play if I should make it a three-legger. The Chiefs win. Obviously, it all has to rely on the Chiefs winning. So if the Chiefs don't win, it doesn't matter, right? So Chiefs gotta win. If the Chiefs win, then you gotta take the second leg is gonna be that Travis proposes, and then the third leg you're gonna take is that Travis retires. So now you're probably looking at about you know ten dollars to win ten thousand bucks maybe, and you'll be rich when the Chiefs win. All those things are gonna happen. <laughs> and you you'll be more rich than the NFL if that were to happen, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no way the NFL would see that coming. I just want to remind you guys that the uh, gambling hotline is eight hundred Gambler. Okay, one eight hundred Gambler, or six. Like gambling if you're, you're winning. You never seen the you never seen the picture of the guy that quit mining because the diamonds are too <laughs> close, bro. The diamonds are so fucking close. Absurd oh reference. My God. Sorry for Wait, the Gab, zeros. you said eight hundred scammer. I thought that was a scam call. They've been no, calling my gambler. line like every day for a reason. 
And I'm just like, what is going no, on? No, Viv, dude? Viv, those are our cousins, bro. No, no, wrong people, bro. <laughs> You're so wow. Bro, I don't know. I don't know my cousins, man. I know more about Taylor Swift than I know about my cousins these days. That was yeah, a crazy self are... shot. That was a crazy one. I'm gonna say yes. Fuck it. <laughs> Love is whatever. I don't care if they're gonna, gonna propose, propose someone she... after like eight months. If they, if they, if leave, I had if, fucking if... amount of money they she did, bro, I would try to marry her too. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch as you know the confetti goes down and my Niners are leaving and Chiefs celebrating on the field and then Taylor Swift is gonna get Travis is gonna go on down on one knee and then that's it I'm turning off the TV I'm going straight to the Golden Gate Bridge. That's that's a radicalizer, man. That's the last shot I'll see. Uh, nah, dude, I don't think she does, dude. Um, she's had too good of a year. By the way, I don't. It's not because of Taylor Swift that I'm gonna be jumping. By the way. Don't come after me, Swifties. I don't want that smoke. No, thank you. I do. <laughs> My favorite album from Taylor Swift is 1989. I love it so much. Taylor, you are the most respected artist. Please don't come after us. That was not a script. That was it not really just in chat GPT just now with the prompt. Please write a statement that will not get it canceled in this podcast. Thank you. All right, I think that's all the props that we have, personally. Um, you could probably find more if at any, you know, online sports betting app. We don't have a sponsor, we're so the we're not going to sponsor the alley. them. There's always someone willing to do, be a better. We won't recommend it, but that'll do it for this episode of the show. We want to thank, first of all, Zencaster for helping us record this podcast. We're all using it right now. This is a five-man podcast, which we don't normally do. But again, Zencaster can handle it, and it's been pretty seamless so far. So if you think you can do your own podcast, or you have any interest in making your own podcast, just go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our referral code, Sports Council, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. And, you know, guess what? You can make your own podcast probably just as easy, just as fast. But not as good. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to compete. You keep trying your whole fucking life; I'll never be good as us. <laughs> Unless you're Taylor Swift, I believe in you. We love you, Tay Tay, all the way. And as always, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also follow our Twitter, our Instagram, our Threads. They're all the exact same tag: Sports Underscore Council, and you'll. Receive the latest and greatest of our sports takes once you follow them. We are taking fan, you know, included questions. If you want to help shape the podcast and, you know, ask us questions on whatever, because, I mean, last week we did it, or a couple weeks ago we did it, we're always up for it. So you can help us with our podcast, or you could just even, you know, we even had listeners on the podcast before. So we love interacting with our fans. Yeah, send us your prop bets if you need help. <laughs> or you want to argue argue with us on Twitter. Please go ahead. That we happens argue, a lot. We can argue about what Taylor Swift song is the best. <laughs> exactly. All right, that'll do it. Anything you want to say before we end this show? Next I do. Time um, ha- yeah. So as a Niner fan myself, I'm going to go on it. Uh, with all due respect to all the Taylor Swift fans, I'm not going to listen to any Taylor songs for the rest of the week oh my god i'm gonna cover and what i'm gonna do in return i'm gonna listen to a bunch of bixby the next (laughs) up-and-coming pop star (laughs)
Is that right, Vivek? Oh, I completely agree. I was with you for about half of that, but now I gotta remember to skip all the Taylor Swift songs on my playlist. So, yeah, you got me. You got me, Dylan. Thank you for reminding me that. Mm-hmm. Even though her music is is pretty far, I do admit that. Okay. In name of the Father, Son, Holy Holy Taylor Swift, don't send them upon us. <laughs> I'll do it. Thank you, guys. Super Bowl. See you. Good hey, if the Niners win, I will be in the streets of San Francisco partying, so come by me. I'm gonna get lit. Catch too. me in the mission. Bang bang Niner gang. Niner gang bang bang. <laughs>